You're listening to Grow Yourself Up, a weekly mental health podcast hosted by Kath Cunahan. I'm a psychotherapist, writer, and speaker working in private practice in London. I specialize in the impact of our own childhood on our parenting and how we can heal and integrate our childhood trauma, wounding, and stress so that we can inhabit our full adult selves. Join us each week as we talk about all things growing ourselves up, how we can tend to ourselves in our parenting, generational healing, and overcoming the impacts of childhood trauma. Together, we will become more self-compassionate, connected, authentic, resilient, and heart-centered, so we can live our own full and beautiful lives. As a listener of this podcast, you're welcome to come over and join the Facebook group. So search on Facebook for Grow Yourself Up. It's a private Facebook group of all the listeners. And did you know there are journal prompts that go along with every episode? So sign up for the journal prompts on kathcunahan.com or go to my Instagram, kathcunahan, and sign up at the link in the bio there. And you will get my newsletter, Nurture, Heal, Grow, which contains all the journal prompts. Looking forward to seeing you in the Facebook group. The podcast is produced each week by the wonderful Audio Cafe. Thanks for being here. Happy Christmas. So this episode is going to be released on the 25th of December, 2022. So um, if I am in your ears on Christmas morning, happy, happy day. And I am I suspect that I may be in your ears because perhaps something today has been a bit of a struggle already. And so I want to be here with you, essentially to keep you company and to give you some tools that you can really use to transform how your day is going. And actually, this is for any time that you're having a tricky time or any any holidays. And the first thing I want to say is something that I think we kind of don't focus on enough, which is what we give energy to, we empower. So if we're constantly thinking tons of the same thoughts, we empower often stories that we don't actually want to empower. And so I really want to invite you into a sense of your own agency to think about what sort of day do you want to have? You may have had a terrible night with your toddler. You may have been up breastfeeding your baby all night. Maybe you have no children and um, you have no partner and you have a cat and you're feeling lonely today. I don't know what um, your kind of exact scenario is. Maybe you're surrounded by people and you also feel lonely. Maybe you have to go to a big family gathering with relatives or family who've really hurt you or done you a lot of damage in the past. And so there's a lot of complexity in what um, these sort of big holidays and high days represent. But what I want to really um, give you is a sense of your own agency and some ways in which that you can reframe things and protect your peace. So boundaries are the way that we protect our peace. So we're going to have a tiny bit of a chat about that. Okay, so if we think about that, what we give energy to, we empower. I want you to really think about what are the stories that you want to have about today? What stories do you want to empower today? What energy do you want to empower? What are the stories you woke up with first? So uh, I can't remember who told me this. Something about why demons wake up before us. I didn't say those words. Someone told me those words, but 
often what happens is that's true. Our demons wake up before us. And so we wake up in a, in a sometimes a negative state of mind, worrying about stuff. So perhaps you're at your mother-in-law. I know that's a sort of a classic uh, example, but, um, and you are worried about how lunch is going to go, how your kids are going to behave, or maybe you don't want to go to the party that you're supposed to be going to, or maybe you don't want to be hosting people. Maybe you couldn't be bothered and you just want to sit on your sofa and I don't know, eat a tin of chocolates and, and stay in your pajamas all day, but you have to cater for 20 people. So notice all of the stories you're waking up with around what your day is going to involve. And then I want you to think about what are you picking up from your environment? So if you're staying in someone else's house and for example, they are very tense or having a fight with, um, with their people, you will be picking them up and that will make you tense. So notice what you can push out of your own space. Question your own stories. Question the kind of the truth and the validity of, of the stories that you're going, um, over and over in your mind and notice what you're picking up in your environment and that actually you are safe. So wherever you are today, if you listen to this podcast, I imagine that you're safe. If you're not safe, please remove yourself from a situation which is not physically safe, but, um, you are now an adult and some of the stuff that you will be picking up from the environment and making up stories about will be because of the way your nervous system was constructed as a child. So keep on telling yourself that. Keep on narrating to yourself, I'm safe now, no matter what is going on around me, even if I don't like the food, even if um, someone chooses to criticize me or criticize my children, I am safe and I can put down appropriate boundaries. The way I sometimes do this is I center love and I center connection. So I want you to ponder what is important for you to center. What are your values? Where do you kind of get um, kind of inner nourishment? So no matter what is going on around me, I try and focus on the love that I feel for my children and my husband and um, maintaining that connection and the strength of that connection. So we are actually going to be at our house just as four, but we, whenever we go to my husband's parents, they are very focused on how my children eat. And so they kind of peer over them at the table and comment constantly in French, because my husband is French, um, about what they're eating. And it's, it's always seemed to be good if they've eaten more. And there's like lots of comments about how are they eating? What are they eating? Is there enough quantity? Da, 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 da. So tons and tons of free advice all the time. And, um, we actually made some shifts in the way that we fed our children and um, asked them not to comment and try to create a quieter environment for our kids without like all this peanut gallery commenting because it wasn't helping anything, basically. I noticed that I was getting um, food became somewhat, somewhat of a performance. And this is extremely common um, where our children's food their consumption and, um, like what are they consuming is, is, is linked to somehow to being more virtuous or, or like inadvertent commas being a good parent. And I really want to kind of throw that out the window. Um, it's not, uh, you know, there's no virtuosity associated with this or your worth is not related to that. So notice, um, what kind of, stresses you out and try and um, center your values. So if we were having, um, say if I, we were having them over today for Christmas, I would maybe say to them or ask my husband to say to them before the meal that, you know, we don't need to have any of their comments. And if my children just eat bread the whole way through the meal or like roast potatoes, that's fine. It does not matter. So I want you to really uh, notice how you may have anxiety about 
what your children may eat. You may have anxiety around um, how they behave, which is understandable. It's 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 um it's tricky when we're in family situations and we've got the whole like world commenting on us and our parenting and our children, especially if there's a complexity in the relationships that you have with adults. So practice a sentence around boundaries. Um, practice um, saying thank you for your feedback. Um, we're parenting in a way that is aligned with our values. Or um, if someone says you're spoiling your child because you give them so much attention, you can again just say, you know, no need for feedback. Actually, there you can be is, you know, really practice something that makes you feel comfortable. You don't have to defend your parenting decisions or your strategies. You don't have, to, it's not open for discussion. You can just simply say, I'm not happy to discuss that with you. And practicing some of this before, having a very simple sentence helps with that so that you're not kind of completely dumbfounded or you then go into justifying. And I mean, we all often get stuck in that position of justifying or feeling um, judged. And so that we kind of find ourselves like gobbling up a whole lot of stuff. I mean, like tons of words come out of our mouth, which then mean we um, start being defensive. And even if you have gone down that road, you can also pull yourself back and say, I'm, I'm not interested in discussing with you, with this with you now. Or I'm not happy to discuss this, you know, really to return to we've chosen to parent in a way that's in alignment with our values, or we choose to parent in a connected way, or um, love and affection do not spoil children, anything like that. Um, anything that resonates with you. And I mean, I'm sharing stuff from my own life. So you will have different challenges, but thinking about how you can center what your values are and how you can protect those values, how you can protect your children, how you can protect your relationship and how you can honor yourself in amidst um, the chaos. If you, if there are relatives there who have caused you pain, um, you don't need to spend time talking to them. You don't need to um, be good or be friendly. You can greet them and then give them a wide berth. One of the big things that often happens is people want their children to demonstrate gratitude and to be like polite about the presence. That's something, so particularly gratitude is something that is modeled over many, many years. You don't just sort of wake up one day and be filled with gratitude and learn it. It's a sophisticated um, kind of concept. And actually our kids learn that most from us modeling it. So from us, like really appreciating the moments of joy, from us appreciating the sunset, from us appreciating the beautiful colors in the sky or the um, the leaves on the trees or the fact that we have a warm house, the fact that we have a soft bed, all of that sort of stuff helps towards our children understanding um, more about gratitude. And you can't force them, um, you know, you can't force them to demonstrate gratitude. You don't need to force them to kiss anyone or to hug anyone. You can just let them be as they are. Often at these type of family events, there feels like there's a lot of pressure to make our children behave like many adults um, and to demonstrate skills, manners, and behaviors that are far above their kind of age pay grade. And I really want to invite you into just celebrating your beautiful, beautiful children and whatever age they are and their beautiful behaviors, which is giving you so much information about how they feel. And yes, it's honestly, some days you're just like enough already with the behavior and enough already showing me how you feel. But yeah, I'm alongside you in this. So I'm sending you love as you manage all the complexities of big gatherings. If you are also having a gathering like us, I'm sure we'll have our own set of complexities. I hope that you can also enjoy it. But so really what I want to give you um, is hope to remind you that you can 
always change your focus. You don't have to focus on any comments you get from anyone else. And at every point during that day and the, the, the coming days, you get to start the, get, the day again. So you get to have a do-over. Even if you've had like a shouting match with your partner, if you've been shouting at your kids, if you feel full of rage, if, if you hate all your presents, I don't know, if, if you are feeling anxious because you haven't managed to get out for your run or your walk, you know, even if you go for a 20-minute walk at 6 p.m. in the dark, do it. You have the chance to do a do-over every moment of every day. Um, if your baby hasn't slept for five days, I really, my heart goes out to you. Um, and I hope that you can get um, rest. And in each choice, I want you to try and make a choice that is loving for you and to center your values. So just hold on to that, that your, that your, um, your focus and your attention is the most important thing. Give it to what feels important. Don't focus on anyone else's negativity or their stories about your family. And you can redo things um, as you go throughout the day. You can repair and uh, you get to choose what your values are and you can center those. And your children and their behavior are not a reflection of your worth. So I'm sending you lots and lots and lots of love. We will be back with Grow Yourself Up on Tuesday, the 10th of January, 2023. We will be talking about ways to kind of empower our 2023 and um, do some kind of intention setting. None of this kind of New Year's resolutions, none of this New Year, New Me stuff, because frankly, it's always New Year, old me with changing, you know, little bits of change coming along. So um I look forward to joining you in community in 2023 and I wish you all a wonderful, um, happy new year. And, um, I really hope that you can have some, um, some kind of peaceful moments and joyful moments and also some quiet time just for you. And, um, thank you so much for being here in community with me. Lots of love. You've been listening to Grow Yourself Up hosted by Kath Cunahan. We'll be back next week with a new episode supporting you to better understand and tend to yourself for more heart-centered, connected, authentic, and resilient living. Music